Like you just shouldn't be like rubbing an animal and then being like, uh-uh, 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 which I know. And Becca and I have come out as eye rubbers. Like I know, I love taking I it love back to a eyes. classic. But <laughs> yeah, we, we love rubbing our eyes. But there, uh, what has been the theme of this episode except for time and place? <laughs> and, and I, I did it at your, it birthday your birthday dinner. dinner. <laughs> I rubbed my eyes at your birthday dinner. Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi. We're Quinn and we're Becca. And welcome to Manic Pixie Jump Scare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions. Of for each other. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to pull from Caroline Polachek, but I don't know if that was coming through so much. She and and that was and that was kind of um <laughs> that was kind of evident, I would say. The Thank the you. the reference was referenced, I would say, in that way. <laughs> not um, afraid to reference. Not afraid to reference or not reference. <laughs> uh something I live by. A woman who has given so much. Um, and up top, I do just want to flag for all of our MPJ super fans out there. I am wearing a little bit of an Easter egg on my body. Yeah, wait, it's it's her. Yeah, the jacket in question. The jacket. Yeah. Um. Um. If you look in Becca and I's cover art, I was wearing mm-hmm. this jacket the night of the pity party, where yeah. yes, I did dress like Becca. And mm-hmm. I sort of slayed, actually. <laughs> it was fe- I was fearful, yeah. And we also led the whole party in a game of spin the bottle, which of yeah. course resulted in Beck and I making out. Um, of course, guys. What else? Because <laughs> ultimately, you do need to listen to podcasts where the hosts have made out with each other. Like that's something I'm always looking for when I'm listening to a podcast. Yeah. Do these people seem like they've made out with each other? <laughs> in like a fun girly way. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. like that answer, yeah, it has to be yes. Yeah. It has to. It ha- in today's day and age, it has to be yes. It's, it's, it's of paramount importance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But here Becca and I are again. And this week, since we were separated yeah. for a long time, and since Becca and I are consumptors of media Mm -hmm. we wanted to make the catch up a little bit more oriented towards the media we've been consuming and so Mm -hmm, we're gonna take mm -hmm. this little segment to talk about some things we've been liking lately in the culture um because that's kind of more broadly what this episode is about which we'll get to a little bit later but becca i'll let you take us where you want to take us first um because there's some shared okay. cultural pieces we have and there are some not shared cultural pieces we have so i'm just excited to see where my friend becca is going to take us yeah i mean i will jump in with um something that 
does need to be talked about, and that is mm-hmm. desire. I want to turn into you, and that's exactly where I <laughs> yeah, thought you yeah. were going. <laughs> and thank God for that. Um, uh-huh. So, guys, listen, guys. This was a big Carolyn moment Polichek, for you. I I like just love her so much. Uh huh. There, I feel like she is truly doing something that like she. I just always have never heard anything like what she makes. Uh huh. It's so distinctive and I love it so much and it's so ethereal. So I was really obsessed with, I mean, I was obsessed with the singles from this album. Let's talk mm-hmm. about Bunny as a writer. Mm-hmm. You have said in the past that you consider me to be Bunny and like, I so identify with that. And actually I got that quote, you said tattooed on my back. I haven't shown you yet, but it's there. Oh my God. And it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so exciting. Um, it is in Comic Sans. I hope you don't mind. Oh, I, I would almost be mad if it wasn't. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. Um, and then Billions, so good. Mm-hmm. And then Billions Sunset, is really grown on me as well. Yeah, um, Sunset is very. It's like Spanish. Okay. It's very yeah. like influence. It's flamenco. It's mm-hmm. yeah. She it was like, yeah. I'm going to go crazy and drink a pina colada while I make this song and mm-hmm. love that. And then, um, of course, Welcome to My Island and also the remix of Welcome to My Island. Oh, my God. Welcome to My Island, bitch. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Literally. But also the regular the and- regular Welcome to My Island. I will never be over how good, like, the song, the bridge, first of all. And then also, just mm-hmm. as somebody who, like, sings, and Caroline Polachek sit, I has such an interesting voice and particularly how she uses her voice and her music because she does this thing where like she loves the way autotune sounds in music but she doesn't use autotune herself she just makes her voice sound like autotune which i'm like yeah that's so weird and cool and she's crazy for that yeah and she's always like but then in welcome to my island she does this like sort of like visceral like much more like rock like And I, like, every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, my God. She's, like, just, like, it was so cool to hear her do something, like, so different and so, like, Mm -hmm. she's showing that she doesn't just always have to be, like, like, she can, like, do something else and there are other colors to her voice. She can go crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she is a true testament to voice as instrument. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like, like sometimes she probably plays something on an instrument is like actually like i think of that i could sing that better and like melodically create that just with my chords yeah she's like so what (laughs) if i imitated that yeah Yeah. and then pasted that to my body yeah and then blood and butter was the last single of course Mm -hmm. and i mean i it's hard to even pick a favorite Mm-hmm. because I love the entire album so much and I like listening to it all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, The first time I did listen to Pretty Impossible, mm-hmm. I think my car floated. Um, <laughs> and that's just something Paris, I have to acknowledge right Paris here. Paris was floating. <laughs> it was giving back to the future part too when they have my... the floating vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly it was giving uh chloe kardashian it's not my fault it's not my fault it's been the <laughs> <air>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Thank you. exactly exactly yeah 
Um, but Quinn, I'm dying to know. I mean, I feel like I've sort of like looped you into being a Caroline Stan. Oh, a thousand like, percent. Yeah. Well, and so you, how are you feeling? You've just allowed me to grow my appreciation because as we I like um You knew her. Yes, I knew her, but yeah. only like kind of as Tears is my favorite song off of Pop 2, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And Caroline Polachek famously is the featuring artist on that song. Mm-hmm. Is she on Charlie? Mm-hmm. Does she have a song on the Charlie album? I, don't I forget. So. But she was also on New Shapes. And her part of New Shapes is, oh. Like, so that was. New shapes. Yeah, that was kind of my introduction to i do not believe she's on charlie but you know she doesn't need to be at this point it doesn't seem like it yeah but it's already happened it's already happened it's in the past it's not something i want to dwell on but don't worry about it guys so uh, she was like in the periphery but and i had like when i started to get into hyperpop and stuff i'd like heard of pang but i wasn't like i never like Mm -hmm. took the plunge and like listened to it but and then we went to the concert, and I've talked about it, but it was definitely the visually coolest concert I've ever been to. Like, mm-hmm. just the visuals. I'm like, I'm so excited to see her she again. Slid. Beck and I are seeing her yeah. again together. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to you guys, because you didn't really pay for it in any way, but, you know, you're listening, so. Yeah, <laughs> you're supporting our our continuing <laughs> talking to each other. So thank yeah. you for that. But anyway, so I was excited for this album because I was listening to the singles and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Also, the album cover, we just need to take a moment to talk about. Like, it's so... She just knows how to take a photo, guys. Uh, no, she does, because Pang <laughs> is also kind of an iconic album cover. And this is just exactly. like... It's so weird and like your eye lands in a different place every time you like look at it Mm -hmm. and it's it's just she's like this album has made me realize she's really operating on like a different creative level than anyone else that I know of right now yeah like if you read the little things on Spotify of like the storylines of all the songs it's honestly crazy (laughs) like all the things she's like thinking about when she's making these songs Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but yeah so i think i think she's a really interesting artist i'm really excited by her work and this album is no exception and i'm really glad it's it's cool to see like critics and stuff can sometimes be like you know, you have to disidentify with what you agree with from like critical takes of like an album and stuff. But right. this album is kind of universally like acclaimed. Like everybody, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to, and it's nice to see that every once in a while. It's nice when like something comes out and you're like everybody's just like, oh, this is good. Oh yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and also like I think of the song like "Crude Drawing of an Angel," mm-hmm. which like isn't even necessarily like there's something like weird about it and there's something unsettling about listening to it sure and it's weird because she like did that she's like i wanted to make a song that was horny and scary at the same time (laughs) (laughs) like 
Guys, and I'm like, she's a genius. And I'm like, you delivered on that like a thousand percent. <laughs> and I like love the, I love like the camera one. And it's like, I don't know. It's just yeah. like, it's just like a weird fucking song from a weird fucking girl. Spooky. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know that have you seen that video of her like she's just walking in a park and then she stops and like is just sitting on the ground singing to the ducks like how she sings and she's like being really loud and like there's people walking by and you're like oh yeah she's weird I might have seen this but maybe not for a little while gotcha but yeah it's just it did bring me to the reality of her and like she's a weird girl but we love her yeah she is weird have you ever seen her without that hat on? She's so weird. But, <laughs> She's so weird. Um, my like favorite track from the album right now is probably "I Believe." Oh yeah. Um, just because I've been thinking that about one's it. Emotional. Yeah, and she dedicated it to Sophie. Um, Sophie, I know. Aww. Who iconic producer of music who um mm-hmm. tragically died way too young. Yeah, but it's just it's a beautiful song, and like the the melody is really nice. The um, I love the something that stuck out to me like on my first listen of the song is the at the end of the song during like the outro. I want to say the whistle from Bunny as a Rider comes back, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like it's such a cool callback, and it's like um, that's always a fun moment. I also really like smoke. Mm-hmm the song that is a good yeah i like that one a lot i also love that she just released it on valentine's day which was a tuesday this year so random because she's crazy like and that's also (laughs) another thing it's like she doesn't care about like she's like because like every like all music comes out on a friday but she was like no i just want to release it on valentine's day i don't care that's a tuesday and not even saying oh it's a valentine's day album and then releasing it on the 15th or the ninth or whatever which were like mm-hmm. around the fridays that would have been the other days yeah she's just like mm-hmm. no i'm just gonna release on valentine's day why not yeah exactly love her girl do your own thing amazing <laughs> exactly uh but i'm gonna say for the concert i'm gonna say to see what's going on i'm so excited what that girl is oh cooking God. up for us <laughs> exactly <laughs> that is Elia Banks Instagram story where she's like Car- like at Caroline Polichek I'm gonna I scoop hate- your fucking mole out <laughs> oh my god I see that on my timeline all the time and I hate sure like you something about it is like it's really sinister of her to say yes. that <laughs> I think Azalea so Banks is nothing if not sinister <laughs> like <laughs> she's the most sinister girl around oh my god um i constantly the azalea bank story i'm constantly thinking about is actually the one where i forget who she tweeted about originally but it's like are you ready to die and people just yeah. fill in like different people every time <laughs> i forget who was about too. damn uh but it's so useful yeah are you like are you ready to die <laughs> boom but yeah so um, Best new music, I would say. Mm-hmm. But Becca, what are some other things that are getting your goat these days? Yeah, well, I've also been listening to a lot of Renaissance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, you know, Quinn, I am so jealous of you. Guys, but... and I have an announcement to make. And Becca is queued up. Yep. I will mm-hmm. be reporting live. 
from the Renaissance <laughs> tour this summer in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold, guys, hold your oh, applause. Yeah. It's so loud in the studio right now. <laughs> so loud. Like, oh I, God, like I love ow. you guys, and I like do want to do this for you, but ultimately, I do still have a job to do, so we need to quiet down for a second. So calm down. Yeah. But yeah, I am so excited. Ticketmaster did not screw me over. And I kind of manifested this, right? Because at one point, I did say I would rather go to Renaissance and the Eras tour. Like, I said that out loud. And there you go. And which tour <laughs> didn't I get tickets for versus which tour I got tickets for? Yeah. The, yeah. The proof yeah. of the purchase. Yeah. And like, well, Eras, I was kind of doomed. Maybe Eras would have gone differently if I wasn't in a foreign country at the time. Sure. But Ticketmaster did not like the fact that I was in Brazil and it would not let me use the website while I was using a VPN. They were pissed. Yeah, they were pissed. But, you know. I'm still holding out a little bit of hope for arrows, but I'm going to Renaissance. Like, <laughs> you can't complain. No, literally, like, I don't have time to think about what Miss Taylor is doing. Like, <laughs> exactly. I She's got Beyonce. Beyonce to go see. <laughs> exactly. Um. So yeah, I'm really excited for what that means. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So any any particular things new ruminations on renaissance or anything that's standing out that's a little bit different from our initial discussions on the album i mean it's just so good and i just can't stop listening to it and it like it just makes me want to dance so hard yeah is all. she really yeah. bottled it up and mm-hmm. said you know what this one's for the kids yeah okay <laughs> renaissance okay. desire what else is going on in the world of becca um, so I have been reading my Jane Austen and <gasps> it is taking forever. You, yeah. Yeah. I've guessed it. <laughs> um, I found it really easy though, to read when I'm able to read out loud and do voices and act like I am Emma. Mm-hmm. And that, I was you know, wa- I'm also all the other characters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you mm-hmm. ever, have you ever like, have you ever gotten into audiobooks? Um, I cannot stay focused on them is the thing. Mm, yeah. Like, I just, yeah, no. The only audiobooks I've ever, like, listened to, listened to were the Harry Potter audiobooks. And the okay. guy who does them is actually really good. And the reason I brought it up is because you reminded me, because he has, like, different voices for all the characters and stuff. So oh, well, yeah, that's what I'm maybe doing. you could like get into that. You could figure out how to like voice audiobooks. I would love to do that. That'd be a cool thing hmm. for you. Thank you, Quinn. <gasps> when we both write memoirs and then we're like those people who are like, <laughs> yeah, I did my own audiobook actually. Yeah, actually, and it was great. <laughs> it went fabulously. I do want to read Jane Austen. I've never done it. I yeah, I would be interested to see how I find some other books. So they just are really a time commitment is all. <laughs> so I'm already old... a, kind of a slow reader. So how many of those old books are? Yeah. Oh, my dear God. But <laughs> we're getting through it and I'm enjoying it. So that's good. Amazing. And then pretty much all the media I've been in taking, I've been trying to spend less time on my phone. We have, This is an ongoing goal of ours, Quinn. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. du- Duolingo has been a good thing because it's it feels more productive and such Mm -hmm. um but i also so guys ariana grande uses this 
app called insight and it's like, like a little meditation app um and they have so many resources on it and ariana actually has a playlist on there of her favorite meditations <gasps> so Goodness. yeah i literally have just been meditating on my phone like instead of like watching like five tiktoks tiktok sometimes i'll like just choose a five minute meditation uh that's a like, good wow. habit that's a good habit to form crazy yeah crazy mm-hmm. actually how much like better that is for you yeah <laughs> so guys I'm, i recommend <laughs> yeah i'm i have headspace on my phone too and i meditated but sometimes Another i meditate when i go to sleep so it's like you know but i need to get back right. into like doing it at like an actual time mm-hmm. i like it best when it's paired with yoga yeah some mm-hmm. moving meditation um but that's that's Love like that. really good thank you trying to get on your wave <laughs> i'm just like yeah i'm tr- guys it is really so dire that i improved my mental health yeah and so it's so weird how there's just like, like a this stepping stone how there's just this weird impulse to like scroll like some i just want to scroll like literally just like scrolling it's just no, what i want to do yeah. i don't want to read that i just want to like do this like sometimes exactly it's I so need to get my weird. thumbs removed yeah <laughs> i hate it i need to not have yeah. hands anymore um just yeah get rid of them yeah quinn I mean, okay, so we've talked about some of the music we're listening to. I do uh-huh. see that um, you've brought up in the outline a really important piece of song that I have not yet. Um, oh, yeah. We need to talk about Would this. you like to speak on that? <laughs> yeah. I You texted me like the day it came out and said, this is such <laughs> an MPJ song. <laughs> yeah. Boys a Liar Part 2, guys. We have to talk about it because... He say that I'm good enough. Got him <laughs> done enough talking about shit that I shouldn't have. Uh, that shouldn't have. <laughs> Saying it's one of me. He making fun of me. That girl's a bum to me. Bum to me. Like. like... <laughs> no, and you have also run with the whole like, how could I blank if I already blank? Like. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you've been Lo- using that like, format I'm a lot I'm loving Ice Spice lingo. Ice yeah. Spice is, you and Ice Spice are spiritually connected a little bit. <gasps> Bex gloss x I ice just love... spice no like the club everyone's waiting for yeah I... I just love how like she gives nothing and everything at the same time yeah yeah like she's, she's perfect, so kind of like, chill yeah but like she eats it unbothered up, so yeah i can't help but love her yeah yeah and she's like not Obsessed. taking it like too seriously and now she's just yeah. like getting the top 10 art like getting a top 10 single and stuff and the song is just like uh it just like transports you like it just creates a sonic environment that is so like oh like it it just takes you somewhere else like the Mm -hmm. like so yeah cute it's so like dreamy Um, that's how i feel about a lot of pink panthers music like she does that cute little, little like i don't know yeah, I've, it just takes I wasn't, you. To I a like read place. her name, but I wasn't familiar with her before like the song came out. And oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but I I do love it, and I do think it is yeah. very MPJ. 
Yeah, so much so. You're not looking at me, boy, is the thing that I have to say about that, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm glad we addressed yeah. that. Exactly. So, guys, Thank we are you. listening and we are streaming. <laughs> Absolutely. And Me something I've been streaming, something I've been streaming yeah. a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Below deck. Oh boy. Not Don't only below, <laughs> not only below deck, but also below deck med. And I've been absolutely blowing Becca's shit up, being like, "So here's my thoughts." Because it's you, my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> you journeyed through the med before I did. Yes, it's true. Um, and now I am on my below deck med journey. Mm-hmm. And I, so do you notice any differences between below deck med and like the original below deck? I mean, yeah. Other than like locations like, and cast like as far and, like, as like the culture of the boat. Yes. Not mm-hmm. really. Exactly. Yeah. I, no. not, I'm not talking about the culture of the boat. I think there's a great narrative difference between the two shows. Oh, okay. Wait, what? I think what's interesting about Below Deck Med as compared to like Below Deck Original and maybe it's because mm-hmm. Below Deck has had characters like Lee and Kate and Eddie, um, like that, mm-hmm. like Ben, even that have like anchored it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Below Deck OG, like every season kind of feels like heroes and villains a little bit. Like they're the okay, people yeah. the audience is supposed to like. And like there are right. the people doing like the good job, and then there are people the audience isn't supposed to like, and mm-hmm. are the people who are like causing mess and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Whereas below deck med, I feel like is much more like morally gray than below okay. deck OG, because like, and I feel like it's a good. I feel like also in like the anchors of the show like represent that so well so like there's sandy and hannah who are like the real anchors of like Mm -hmm. med basically right um and hannah more so than sandy but like both of them are like good at their job in some ways and both of them are like just not like some of them but there are other times where they do things they're like i cannot believe you have the job you have right no they're they they do some stupid stuff, guys. High highs and low lows for both of them, honestly. <laughs> oh, totally, totally, totally. Where, whereas, like, I feel like even on like below deck OG, so like, I feel like to Hannah and Sandy, the most direct comparisons are Kate and Lee. Mm-hmm. I feel like we were never, I feel like you're never supposed to believe that Kate and Lee are doing the wrong thing on below deck, like right. OG. Or there are very few moments. Whereas like Kat, whereas like Sandy and Hannah are doing the wrong thing like semi-often. Fair enough. And I think that's like interesting. And I see I see that extending to the rest of the show as well. Like I don't think you're supposed to, as much as the original Below Deck, I don't think you're supposed to feel as positively or as negatively wholly about any single character on Below Deck Med. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Which I think is interesting. Huh. 
I have been dying I to wonder... ask. Yeah, what? Well, I'm. I just. I would love to see how Kate would work with Sandy. Oh yeah, that would be interesting. That would be really terrible. I feel. <laughs> oh my god. Well. Huh. I yeah, that would be really Kate, that would be something Kate, to say. Because Kate, because <laughs> uh. Kate most definitely like, um, because there is this narrative on Below Deck OG that because Kate and Lee are so close, like mm-hmm. Lee definitely sometimes looks the other way when Kate is fucking up. Right. Like, so people have voiced that on the show, but also there are times, like, genuinely there are, like, a couple times, there are only a couple times where Kate has, like, actually, like, fucked up at something. Yeah. Um, It might also be that when Kate makes a mistake, she's not willing to, like, yeah, she either fixes it before it becomes a thing, or she's not willing to admit, or or she just stands behind her mistake. She's just like, okay, yeah. She just doesn't acknowledge it, yeah. Like, when she made the dick out of the um blanket right that was her yeah. first episode on the show could you imagine like she came on and she was like i'm gonna she walked into the president of disney channel's office and she said i want to make history <laughs> i want to make history and that's what this is <laughs> and that's what this is like oh my god anyway Kate i love the moment remember when she embarrassed the chef so bad with that damn cake or whatever with the penis what when was that oh because he came back and he made her make a penis cake that that was season seven that horrible season with the flop chef well among so many other flop chefs but just the timing of it i don't know but yeah she would also she was like what could i do Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i love her for that and And aren't yes jack and isha so isha sorry so cute it's like a match made in heaven honestly because like they're both so unserious well asia's actually very good at her job yeah um, but like her but, humor it's just perfect for him yeah they match they match up so well and mm-hmm. yeah i love jack i love jack so much like <laughs> he's i like, know He's like, first of all, Liverpudlian, so I'm like Goo Goo Gaga already. <laughs> and yeah, then I just love that he doesn't give a fuck. Truly, like he just does not care. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm it's like I have so such respect for it. Because sometimes, because like, like he just admits it too. Oh, a thousand percent. Oh, oh, and one of my favorite. I watched this. I forget if it was today or yesterday, but like Joao is like riding his ass in this like one part of the episode and then a little later in the episode he's with sandy and the laz like setting up like the water toys and stuff and he's like oh sandy should we like put this here and then like this and like doing all that and then sandy's in the confessional like now jack is showing the initiative that i want to see and uh <laughs> what does she say what does she say he wants to create a visual experience for the guest and that's what i like (laughs) and then jack literally comes up in the confessional two minutes later and he was like well yeah i got a kiss up to the captain don't i (laughs) like (laughs) like he just knew time and place no time and and place he was watching (laughs) by sister because he knew (laughs) 
sucking dick and, and you cock. did it at my birthday dinner and you did it at my birthday dinner. oh my god time and place and he took that to heart actually <laughs> he knew in 2019 um, he wrote that down yeah no i'm so i'm obsessed with him and because because like so much of the time like there's so many times i've been watching below deck and i'm just like um why are these people taking it so seriously like everybody needs a little bit more perspective and i feel like he has a really good perspective because right. also every time somebody's like stressing out about something he's just like he's said so many times he's like tomorrow's a new day yeah he's or so chill. Like, i love that he does have like a good outlook um genuinely mm-hmm. and so i really enjoy jack um and him and Aisha are very cute and obviously i love Aisha. Mm-hmm. she's yeah she just seems like she's like one of the just the best people to ever come out of below deck like she's just so Literally. fun to watch she Simple, seems like a fun. genuinely good person. Like, yep. Like she has like like a lot of stuff has happened to her, but it never feels like it's like played a little bit. Like it never feels like it's like amped up a little bit for like cameras. Right. Um, she's very genuine. Yeah, she's just very she's genuine. Um, lovely. Yeah, uh, I know who Becca and I love. Colin. Love Colin, guys. I'm going to Fire Island just to find him. No, I am catching the ferry to Fire Island just so I can find Colin and thank him for his service, first of all. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah, he's just... He's so pure. He's, he's so like, sweet. He, yeah, he's, like, too pure for the show because I felt I felt bad for him because I truly think he, like, regretted coming back a little bit. I know. Yeah. Because he he's, like, he's, like, I don't like these people because season four is, like, a fucking party boat. Like, all those people are, like, like, mainly Jack and Travis and also Aisha. Like, that three contingency, I feel like, makes everybody on the boat, like, kind of party a little bit. Right. And so, like, he and he's like not that. And so he's just like struggling. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, he's so sweet though. Oh my god, yeah, I love Colin. I'll watch him any day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When he was like, I still don't know how to pronounce (laughs) Nyorkie, so naive and adorable. Oh my god, but. And yeah. he's Italian. I, I also love that he like. I also love that he's like cares so much about his appearance. Oh yeah. Like, no, find... do you follow him on Instagram? I I looked at his Instagram the other day. Yeah, he loves like a buttoned shirt. Yeah, no, because he's always like fitted on crew nights out. Like he's always like fresh to death. A yeah, little bit. his hair <laughs> always perfectly coiffed. Yeah. He has never been caught on exactly. that show without his hair done. Like he must have been like two not. <laughs> that must <laughs> no, have been exactly. his contract or something. Like, and that's why, like, you know, straight boys in theater, like sometimes they do learn things like that. And the fact that he was a music major, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I'm like, what's Obsessed. not to love? What's not to love? <laughs> He's just a kitty. Yeah. Bye. Below Deck Man. Oh, oh. and the temperature check on Below Deck OG Season 10. I know. Seriously. Oh, my what goodness are we thinking? gracious. Well, Sandy has left the boat. So what did we talk about Alyssa getting fired? I don't no. even think we talked about that in our personal correspondence. So what but do wait, you feel? Did an episode come out last night? Yes. Because I have not watched that yet. Okay. Um, okay. So. I saw Alyssa get fired. Yeah. I saw Sandy and Fraser 
make some peace, I suppose. Uh-huh. Oh, the guests right now are insane. I I literally my mind was boggled when the woman said, I don't want to sleep in my stateroom. It's, it's creepy. creepy down there. And I want to so- <laughs> sleep on a couch. In the middle of the living room where no one else is in the dark. Yeah, I feel where like it's somebody so will come in at 6 a.m. tomorrow to start making coffee and like. Yeah, do their job. She was weird. Honestly, they were like complaining about those guests, but it seemed like she was like the only bad one. Yeah, really. I would agree. But she was like so demanding, like it was, and then she was like, "Oh, I want twenty four karat gold on my steak." I'm like, "Why would you want to eat gold?" Yeah, it can't be good for you. Yeah, no, it was yeah, and so anyway, um, and that one guy, the gay guy on the boat. Oh yeah, he's where he's where lip injections can go a little wrong. I totally get you because. He looks a little crazy. Yeah, for sure. And he seems like he was like, not was, but like, he seems like he was genuinely like, attractive. Like, not like attractive, but like, I'm not saying he's not attractive. It's like hard to say this, but like, it seems like you just need to get some of that dissolved, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll be good. (laughs) And you'll be good. And you'll be great. And you'll be great. Um, No, I. So what do you think about Alyssa getting fired? I'm quite fine with it. And I got, I want to I want to pat myself on the back because I think I said in one of our discussions that the only like resolution to Camille and Alyssa the Camille and Alyssa feud would be them because both they were both fired. so unlikable is them yeah. both getting fired. But I think they should have been fired yeah. at the same time. That's what I think too. I think they fumbled the like, bag. Like why did not we wait that. on Alyssa? Yeah, I think they were giving Alyssa exactly. a chance, but like knowing what happened, like if I could go back and narrativize the season, it would have been great to just fire them both at the same time. Same meeting. Exactly. Um yeah. but Literally. I also think I hey, also too. think like <laughs> Sandy was a little out of pocket firing Alyssa. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just feel like yeah, since she already had fired Camille, like you just gotta go through with Alyssa then. So I just thought I mean, it was it... weird. I thought it was weird for it to come down to the whole like, oh, thank you, Sandy. Oh, I mean Captain Sandy. Because like yeah. do I think Alyssa was trying to be disrespectful? Like 65% yes. Yeah. But also <laughs> that's one of those things that could just be like you misspoke. Right. Right, but then you could also argue that no. it's Alyssa's like sub- insubordination that like got her to the place where like when she said that Sandy's like oh that now would be you're a last being disrespectful, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was obviously a very personal thing for Sandy. She was obviously looking for a reason to fire Alyssa at that point. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, that had to be that had to be it. Yeah, and yeah, I think she was. And then was she like was she, what she was saying to Fraser? like about how oh he was like the worst experience she's ever had with a chief and her that was yeah i'm like you're really intense <laughs> i'm like you're like kind of i find her psychotic at times is the word i like to use like i find her management style psychotic at sometimes like yeah 
That's fair. It's weird because she's like, sometimes she has like really great moments. And then other times she's the, the, the meta fact. Sometimes she's like great. She's letting people drive the boat. She's letting people like develop and stuff. And then yeah. other times she's completely insane. Yeah. And deciding to say, you're the worst person I've ever worked with in this role. <laughs> I... If if I was Fraser in that moment, I would have thrown up all over her. Yeah, like... I can't imagine hearing that. Yeah. Maybe she's... Because he is turning a little bit. So, like, he's turning around a little bit in the way that, like, she wants. And so maybe she knows... Maybe she, like, is good at reading people and she can be like, so the only way I'm going to motivate Fraser is to, like, basically insult him. Break him down. Yeah, yeah. like, he, Break he's, him like, down, a glutton for punishment. So I'm going to do that. That's going to be my way to get to him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just didn't, I did not care for that. Especially because, like, I don't think, like, I'm watching the show and it's not. And also, I'm kind of of the belief that, like, sometimes if people are talking shit about you, it's warranted. Right. Like, sometimes it's unwarranted, but. Like, I found that most of the times, like, if people are talking shit about you, like, sometimes it's, like, it's because you've done something that's, like, worthy of it. Right. And I could totally see Interior just, like, um, getting fed up. Because also, I was on Reddit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've, been, I've been trolling the Below Deck Reddit quite a bit more than I'd like to admit. Oh, lovely. But, okay. Um, what do you think it's more work to be interior or on deck? Interior. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah, I think deck crews even can admit that. Yeah, I feel like and that was I was surprised because re like the consensus on Reddit was that interior is so much more work, which also makes me makes me mad that Sandy got so mad about the deck crew having to take out the garbage from interior. No, I feel like it isn't that always they always do that yeah they always handle the garbage because it's like yeah i feel yeah and like yeah and they have a like interior has a big boat to walk around like this is a huge boat that they're on this season and mm -hmm. like they literally have an extra person on interior than they usually do and yeah, yeah i really didn't appreciate that and also like Sometimes when they're asking for like garbage, like the deck crew doesn't really do anything at night is what I'm starting to notice as well. No, exactly. They just walk around. Yeah. Like after the sun goes down, they're not really doing much at night. Yeah. And so what could they do. Yeah. Why can't whereas like interior is literally working like. They're pulling like 16 hour days and also. Yeah. I think because of the laws and stuff deck like exterior crews have more set like rules breaks. for how they can work and breaks and stuff and interior yeah. doesn't have that same system from what i understand it's so strange yeah so i mean and, 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 I feel like and it must suck when you're on a boat and it's also inherently kind of sucky because captains come out of exterior teams and so of right. course they're always going to be like in love with the bosuns or in love with the deck or showing them preferential treatment and sandy's yeah. particularly egregious with that because yeah, they didn't come up that. being stews right exactly 
Anyway, as somebody who wow. I always align myself with the stews personally. Yeah, I'm such a stew girl. That's what I'd be doing <laughs> on the boat. Yeah, me too. Oh, so that's Doing below tag. It's crazy how much of a stranglehold this show has on me. It's just the most entertaining show in the world, I think. Which, okay. Do you want to know what I heard? What I've been reading? What? Apparently Lee like doesn't want to leave the show. I would believe it. But like they're like not inviting him back, basically. Damn, because he's that old. Which I can understand because he, for the last three seasons, he has had something that like has kept him off the boat for at a least health a part issue, of the season. Yeah, right. And so, okay, like, you know, at some point, but I would never talk bad about Lee. I'm not, no, something I I'll never I do. <laughs> something I will never do in my life. I try. Not talk bad it. about that man. <laughs> um, he raised me. Um, I love that man for real. This has been long as fuck, but I think it's been good. <laughs> yeah. And so, Mike and I are going to throw it to a quick, 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 quick little break. We'll be right back to get into today's topic. Guys, I'm scared. That was giving Caroline a little bit. No one can say I wasn't giving Caroline in that moment. No, exactly. So true. (laughs) Well, guys, time to give you all a lesson. Yeah. That's right. Today's episode is the prophetic. Is that how you would pronounce that? The prophetic? Mm Mm-hmm in and outs for the next season so that would just naturally be spring yes um yeah Quinn and i have really had our fingers on the pulse for these so far so yes. we are excited to I, deliver we haven't gotten a you. single prediction wrong so far <laughs> yeah no no notes actually from you guys at all mm-hmm. y'all won't say anything about it yet actually but no. that's okay um so obviously we're gonna start with our ins yes yeah I believe that is how the tradition goes. And I believe so as well. It's been a while, guys. It's a new season, though. So we're actually just going to spring cleaning, start it fresh with the ins. Mm -hmm. So, Quinn, I'm dying to know, what is your first in for spring 2023? And I've been thinking about this was one of the first ones I wrote down shortly after our winter ins and outs. Because Becca and I have to forecast these so regularly is the thing exactly um and we like inform you guys and you're like okay well these are the trends i have to follow but something about becca and i is we have to be five-headed and we're already on to the next thing right exactly and so my first in is cuteness i am just obsessed with cute things so much and yeah, like we Wait. talked about Boys a Liar in the first part and like the success <laughs> I'm of that song. I'm blushing right now. No, exactly. I think <laughs> cuteness is so amazing. Like guys, ready? I, I literally brought a visual aid. So like if you're a visual watcher, if you're a watcher, it's going to be great. This is my little Snorlax I got in Aww. Japan. And I talked about him on the last episode. Or maybe you just I didn't. I haven't edited it yet. But like, he's like, I was literally playing with this little fucker one day. 
and like i was just like looking at him and like making him like rub his belly and like make Mm. making his arms go around and i was like this is what having a baby must be like like this is why people have babies because they can like do shit like that with it but like so damn cute yeah it's just cute and like little and i'm like i'm very much back into my stuffed animal era i kept a lot of my stuffed animals for my youth i have a bunch of them on my bed right now i'm just like so into cuteness as a concept like i love yeah color pink i think is very in right now of course absolutely yeah spring is a rebirth every year Mm -hmm. and so flowers so cute when you're a baby it's a cute thing and Mm -hmm. kind of the whole world's a baby in spring um wow i love that look on life and (laughs) wow i'm just obsessed with cuteness i don't know how else to put it no i'm I'm so obsessed with that. And that's why I was so, it was so nice to go to Asia because especially in Korea and Japan, they were so, they're so like cuteness forward. They're all about cute. Yeah. And there's all these cute little characters like literally everywhere. Like outside of like, is it Shinjuku or Shibuya? No, I think it's Shinjuku station, which is like one of the busiest train stations. I think it might be the busiest train station in the world. Um, Oh, wow they have this cat like this ai like projected cat that like plays above the like buildings in like the square outside that little oh fucker God. just like that's is ador- doing all these horrible. cute little situ- and he's just getting himself in situations predicaments if you will yeah predicaments when i went to see the Dang. deer in nara there were all these cute little like depictions of the deer and like I don't know. Aww. It just really made me step into the cuteness. So I love that. Being cute is really in this time of year. Yeah. Don't worry about being hot, guys. No. Hot is, hot is for the summertime. It's where we You're mature right. a little bit. But right now, we're just like. We're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I really, yeah. really love that. You would so- love. Macy has this weighted stuffed animal. And if you really want to like feel like a mother. Oh my god! I'm mothering. <laughs> I'm mothering. I'm mothering about actually <laughs> this eight pound stuffed animals on my chest. Oh my god! That is, a, that is fully a baby. Um, anyway, yeah. But Becca, what is your first in? I would love to know. Well, I actually, you know, it was so serendipitous because last episode we ended up talking about a lot of the things that I have on my ends list, which was actually just a confirmation for me Uh on how right I was about these. So my first one is language immersion. Becca, that's literally my second in. (laughs) Wait, we finally did it. Oh, we finally did it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Damn. We yeah. finally did it. We finally did it. We finally had clown to clown communication. So exciting. Oh my god, clown to clown. Um <laughs> oh my god, we see each other. We Instead see each of F2F like Sis said, the- we are C to C. I see you for the type of clown you are. <laughs> um <laughs> I see you for the gesture okay. that you are giving in the court. <laughs> in the court. Um, yeah, I just think like guys like listen to Baboni and also oh, yeah. like watch Narcos at the same time. And like yeah. there's no way that you can't learn Spanish. Listen to Rigoberta Albert Alberdani? I forget. I've been listening to this bitch's music all day. 
course. But anyway, listen cool. to her. Die. Watch Veneno. You know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know, watch like Crash Landing Into You or Squid Games and listen to some BTS. Um, yeah. Why not? Learn some Korean, you know. Guys, also James Charles does have um a makeup tutorial fully in Spanish on his page. I'm sure it would be so <laughs> Adios. Adios, Adios hermanas. Hermana. <laughs> How do you say sucking dick and cock in Spanish? My sister in Spanish. What does it say sucking dick exactly. and cock? <laughs> What did he say at my birthday dinner? (laughs) What did he say? And you did it at my birthday dinner. Chupando dick y polla. That's definitely not right. Wow. Um, (laughs) It can't be. Cannot be. Wait. Okay. But anyway. Yeah. Language. Dang. Mm -hmm. Learn a new language. Talk to someone. You know, it can be a beautiful thing. Yeah. Force your friends who know the language to to talk to you in that language. I've been having Neela text me in Spanish while she just naturally did it when I told her I was learning it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have to translate a lot of the things she sends me, but I'm learning. Yeah. So I was trying to text Ian in Spanish yesterday, but then he didn't really play along. But we have texted in Spanish before. Does Ian know Spanish? Yeah, he was a Spanish major. Oh, well, that's one thing I never... I don't really know much about Ian, now that I think about it. He's a hard person to know. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well... But yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Interesting. He's an interesting little cat. Quinn, I guess I then have to ask you what your third in. I have is. one I can substitute that's been sitting okay. in the ether. Okay. All um, right. What's that? I think this is just a good thing to do. And I know Becca will love this. But I think this okay. can be a little interesting because sometimes I'm not the best with talking to strangers. I'm not the best with like trying to make like new connections and stuff, but I think a way Mm. I can do that and try to spread some positivity at the same time is to compliment random people. Oh my God. I think just the best thing you can do is like pay somebody a compliment. And so like, if you pass somebody on the street, you never really like their outfit. Why not tell them? You better tell them. Exactly worst case scenario they just like keep walking and you're just like okay and then (laughs) good case scenario is they smile and say like thank you and then you just know you made that person's day or like maybe even like best case scenario you guys like strike up a conversation become best friends forever start a podcast with each other um you know (laughs) exactly and compliment each other back and forth all the time yeah and that's the podcast basically um yeah exactly <laughs> and, and thanks, uh I nobody's thought of that before but yeah guys so no. that's just something you can do and no. it's hard for me right now I'm because i do that. live in suburbia where like i don't see people ever really um and so right. yeah actually it's hard for both of us because i forgot that's also your existence too um yeah and it's terrible you're right but if you're a person who lives in a city if you're a city girl and you're just walking pass a bunch of people on the street girl you better be complimenting exactly mm-hmm. ferociously no yeah. i love that one of my favorite sensations is like seeing another girl like this would happen at school all the time and like you look at each other's outfits and mm-hmm. there's just like this feminine moment where like you actually don't say anything because you're just passing by each other mm-hmm. but you just like smile 
the female it's gaze. Like an acknowledgement, yeah. like a yeah, like hey, we see cute. each other. We yeah. see each other. Love so that. I believe it can I be a beautiful love thing. That. I believe we should be doing it this season. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Becca, I must ask mm-hmm. now, what is your second mm-hmm. in? And it better not be stolen off my list. Gross. <laughs> I'm going to start to get pissed. God, I hope not. <laughs> I'm going to get really pissed. And I'm going to compliment you. All right. So my second in is something that a lot of people are trying to actually get rid of. Mm-hmm. And that is cherubic cheeks. I love buccal fat. <laughs> this is crazy because it kind of goes along with my next in as well. Oh my god! Wait, this is perfect. Okay. Yeah. Wait, we're in all syncopation right. this season. <laughs> okay, that's what spring's all about, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think like I love baby cheeks, and I love uh-huh. when like people don't have a weird ass like I don't even know like people with. Who got they their... don't look like gaunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you have some life to you. Yes. And um you look like you're really like ter- fed and watered and all those things. Right. Yeah. Watered, rested, maybe even a little bit. Like your body um, is conducive and... to the life you're living. No. <laughs> Buccal fat, it's really scary that liposuction cannot be redone or like reversed so <laughs> yeah. once it's gone it's gone actually you would have to get cheek implants which would look even crazier yeah so guys keep your face fat please yeah you. you'll lose it eventually anyway like it happens when you get old naturally exactly yeah so it's fine and like if you really want to like like i don't get why people are doing that now and they could literally like you could get like your like if you really want like a different shaped face like you could get cheek filler or Just, something like that exactly exactly i was also so. listening to this podcast the other day and like it's so weird because plastic surgery plastic surgery becoming a trend it's like it's like weird on its face but then it's like not all like plastic surgery trends are gonna look good with your face right right because like we all have different faces and so like if you're getting buccal fat removal like it's like you might not have the face for it but you're just getting yeah. it because it's a trend. Why do I shower? Why do I bath? Because it's a trend. Like, yeah, you're very much giving that at this moment. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. No, I agree. Yeah. Well, Quinn, now I'm so excited to hear your next in. What's that? Mine's just kind of a little more broad of what you just offered. But my next in is unique features. Lovely. Yeah, I just think the spring is about embracing what is just in your body and what's going on. Um, Caroline Polchak, great example of this. She got that damn mole Azalea Banks wants to scoop out so bad. Exactly. But we won't let her. Um, Mm -mm, mm -mm. There was just this queen on Drag Race this season, Amethyst, who has a, like, kind of... uh, what's the word like protrudent maybe like nose like she has like an interesting kind of like shaped nose Mm -hmm. and like she talked about a lot on the show and like rue and michelle were like i love your nose um i something that i honestly am attracted to is a big ass nose like when somebody has a big nose i'm like oh my god like there's something i enjoy about that (laughs) i'm like nice 
Yeah. I'm like, that's crazy that you got that right on your face like that. <laughs> Loving that. Loving Why'd that. you come around me in those jeans? Why'd you come around here with the nose like that? <laughs> nose Doing my like own that. remix on Lady Gaga's song. But, um. Love it. Yeah, now I got this fucking scar on my chin, so I got my own little unique feature. Oh my god! You're I had so to manufacture right. a unique club. feature for myself. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I paid thousands of dollars in tattoos for that. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but I so relate to you. Yeah. Also, like, I've been very into like, I feel like, I feel like eyebrows. Like, people are more into like their regular. I feel like there was like the tweezing, like thin brow moment, but now I feel like there's like another contingency of people who are just letting like their natural brows kind of yeah. take form. I feel like people who Maybe. have unibrows are much are very like in like unibrows are kind of in right. if you have it. And then also yeah. like I've just been like not as keeping up with like my, like cleaning up because I do my own eyebrows and I haven't been like as big with like cleaning them up and stuff because I just kind of like how they look like grown in a little bit like yeah how they're supposed to look um i totally agree i love it and so yeah everyone should be embracing their natural beauty all the time yeah and also like i just like i like the look of like and i hate i don't want to like i don't want to say this because it sounds like i'm like a straight man who's like yeah i like like the natural look like i like when a girl's not wearing makeup because you know they mean i like when a girl's just wearing like a amount of makeup that makes her look you know whatever but like right I like people also just embrace like their natural skin texture. Like I've seen all this stuff about like, like I feel like male grooming is becoming like a big thing and like kind of mm-hmm. br- bringing men into the fold. Like if you like wearing makeup, amazing. But also yeah. I do think there is part of makeup that kind of relies on insecurity. And no, yeah that a lot of makeup corporations kind of capitalize on people's insecurities to like sell them products. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I feel like foundation is like, that's a big driver. And so like, girl, if you don't like, like you don't ha- like if you have acne or whatever, like it's fine. It's just what your face looks like. No, at work, we were literally talking about this because everyone is like revolting against foundation. Like all of the, all of me and my coworkers, like it's just concealer because you truly just don't need foundation. Yeah. Like if you have texture, foundation doesn't really like it's gonna. It make just it grabs worse. onto it. It just grabs onto it. Exactly. The only thing foundation yeah, can really so help just... with is discoloration, which, like again, you just said concealer. Yeah. So you need way less of it, and it's. Yeah, I I think like makeup. Yeah. I, anyway, whole other mm-hmm. conversation, but down with yeah. foundation guys i'm not supposed to say that legally as an ultimate employee but no I am, no and Becca, like buy all the makeup from becca <laughs> but i'm saying as a free citizen as a free woman even mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah but becca what is your third in now that i have ended the makeup industry of course well this is kind of interesting because my next in is um yeah it is pam face so that is Pamela Anderson oh. eyes and makeup. Oh yeah, if you're gonna do um, makeup, <laughs> look like a bomb. It better be that. <laughs> no, exactly. Like and but you don't even necessarily need foundation for that, guys. Like 
comes because it's mostly just a smoky eyeliner and like mm-hmm. you can do your brows however you want um and obviously when you've got baby blues like me and quinn it's really gonna make it pop and you're probably gonna look like pamela anderson it's just true we can't lie at this point um <laughs> and that's it yeah talk about an icon what didn't she isn't she like in like a new doesn't she have like a documentary about her or something that yeah came out I watched recently? It. it was good she was saying a bunch of things mm-hmm. i saw like some quotes from it and i was like oh that's interesting like didn't at one point she was like sometimes i don't know if i'm alive or dead and then just started laughing yeah i love that no like she has she's so interesting i'm she's sure cancer. she's lived a life oh makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Pamela Anderson. No, Lily. Lily. Um. Yeah. It's not Lily Allen. Lily James. Um. I always do that by accident too. Really, Lily James in that little yeah. um, in that Tommy and Pam show. Say mm-hmm. whatever you want about that show because I know there was some little like controversies around it, but she looked fucking mm-hmm. good. Again, she looks so good. Even somebody beautiful like Lily James. As beautiful as Lily James will say. Mm-hmm. When she embraced the Pamela, it was like, oh wow. Oh yeah. wow. Life changing. Yeah. Love her for it. All right, Quinn. Well, that takes us to your last in. Oh my goodness. My final in being a weirdo. As Mary yeah. Roach once said, <laughs> weirdness is originality too. And she was so right in that moment. I think it's so in to be a weirdo. But, and here's the thing. Each in has a caveat. You can't be a weirdo right. in a bad way. Like, there's a bad way to be a weirdo, mm-hmm. and there's a good way to be a weirdo. Yeah, and that should be clear. Let's talk about, if you want an example of a bad way to be a weirdo, if you watch Below Deck Mediterranean season one, there's a character named Daniel on that. That is, that is a horrid weird. way. It is a, it is a <laughs> clinic in how to not be a weirdo. It when is, weird when weirdness goes it is wrong. It's a study in weirdness. Yes, it's a yeah. study in Oh my dear god, guys. Yeah, being a weirdo, weirdo, weirdo. I would I would say he's like bordering on freak. <laughs> which Freakish. is real scary. Like <laughs> Yes. Freakish um, activity. Freakish activity. Um but yeah, being a weirdo and a great we talked about her already on this episode. Caroline Polachek, great example of somebody who is genuinely a weirdo. Yeah, in the best way. And she just loves Love being, that. and she's just being weird. Like, if you're weird, amazing. We need <laughs> more of that. We need more of that. If you're, if you're weird, cute, and look like Pamela Anderson. Oh my God. Yes. This spring is going to be great for you. So, exactly. being weird is in. You know, it's really weird. Love it. Having over 40 episodes of a podcast. Um, <gasps> so true, guys. And Oof. But anyway, Becca, what is your final end for the spring? I can't believe we're already here. Yeah, so this is something also we mentioned uh, last episode. I am kind of obsessed in the spring with um, the idea of cutting it close. Mm-hmm. Just by the skin of your teeth making it. Mm-hmm. Um you know just living on the edge a little bit yeah i'm ready to do it cut it cut it a little close where you you, in many situations have to be like whoa 
That was lucky. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that's Perfect very timing. me. Oh my god, that was me getting to my fucking flight the other day. Yeah, yeah. When I only had I an hour it. to enter close. the country and then get on a flight, uh, go through security and then get on a flight. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's very much me at the end of the day when I realize I haven't meditated and I'm like, oh, I got to do that, I guess. Yeah. Or me realizing I haven't hit my steps like last episode. If you saw my arm waving off screen for like an hour. I think um, you're petting a dog. I put no, one of your dogs on in. your bed and you were like, Haha, that's so funny. I figured it would look like that. I know. That's so <laughs> funny, Becca. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was cutting it close, but I can't talk about it yet. <laughs> so yeah. Cutting it close Guys. with hair. You did try to encourage me to cut it close with hair yesterday. I know. And I hope you listen. When you said you wanted to see me with a buzz cut. Oh my god, you know who yeah. cut it close? Um who? when what was the chef's name? Adam came back on Below Deck Med season three. Yeah. He did. And he was buzz, buzz hair. And he actually did look better, I felt like. And usually I don't think that about people. Really? I like yeah. his hair a little bit more. I, I did like him a lot better on season three because he was much less freakish. Maybe that's what I maybe just associating that look with then. Yeah. Him being um, less of a freak. Yeah, which he objectively was last on season three. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. But so, yeah, guys, those were in. So that's what's happening in hip and hopping at the moment. Mm-hmm. And for the next like three or four months. But Obviously, now we have to deliver to you the things that are way less so cool. So these are the outs. These are things that we're just, we're not into actually anymore for the spring. Um, It's going to have to head out. Uh-huh. So Quinn, again, I'm dying to know, what's your first out? And this first one might be a little controversial. Okay. But... I'm sick of it and I'm fed up and I'm fed up in a different way than a lot of other people are because there are this it's a people that I'm coming after at this point but and there are a lot of there are a lot of there's a lot of chatter there's a lot of things at the legislative level that are coming after these people but I ultimately need to speak my truth and I ultimately need to understand that I need you all to understand that I'm right when I say it and some other people aren't right in their approach but for me personally in general This season, mm-hmm. gay men are out. Whoa. I'm done with y'all <laughs> at this point. At this point, we're done. <laughs> You're cut off. Wow. This it was so, originally how did you just come to this conclusion. It was I've I, it was originally just gonna be twinks. Okay, sure. But then more gay men started to make me mad. And so I just said, you know what? To hell with it. <laughs> to hell with it, actually. I'm annoyed by yeah. a lot of y'all at this point. Um. Yeah, I stand by it. I stand. I really stand by this because Gamma has just been getting on my nerves, especially like the ones mm. who are trying to a special emphasis on the ones who are trying so hard to like blend into straight society. Mm. Like, I don't love to hate on somebody on the podcast, but somebody who's been getting on my spirit. Do you know Chris Olson from like TikTok, who's like Megan Trainer's best friend? Yeah, of course. 
I like wrote some like he had this whole TikTok that went kind of viral of him saying like, oh, I went to like a I almost went home with somebody really famous at a Grammy's after party. And people were like, OK, so first of all, this is made up. And second of all, this is a really good way to never be able to talk to anybody famous ever again. Mm, um, yeah. And I just I just his content like really rubs me the wrong way. I think he's like 2010 style, like resurrecting the gay best friend archetype um gotcha. yeah. and is kind of just an accessory to like women and like it's just kind of like a jester but for like gayness because there is mm. like a certain way when you're queer in straight spaces where like you kind of become like it is that thing of like tokenization where you like because of your experience when you like reveal to some straight people like the gay experience and they're like oh my god that's so weird so crazy it's like you feel like a zoo animal sometimes a little bit um right and some people thrive off of that mm-hmm. some queer people really like that and yeah they so they just become friends with straight people and they don't like have any other queer people in their lives and i feel bad for them but also you're out sorry um <laughs> yeah also another one Mr. Pete Buttigieg, what are we going to do about those people in Ohio who had fucking <laughs> chemicals burned in their neighborhood? Vicinity. <laughs> yeah, in their vicinity. No, literally. And like we're breathing in guys. little carcinogens. And that's, that's your really job, bad, baby. Guys. And that's your job, baby. Your trains are in your country that are literally have Civil War era breaking technology. Babe, like, dang. Again, he needs to. He needs, he needs a, a GTFO. <laughs> if there's any, if there's yeah. any, if there's any silver lining to what we've been through with Game him man. at the secretary of oh, at okay. the at the Department of Transportation, if there's any silver lining to that. It's that maybe it has killed his political career forever. Just having that man as president, ugh, yeah, I'd be so tired. I'd be so be tired so actually. <laughs> um anyway today drained me today today <laughs> drained me <laughs> oh lord <laughs> so true yeah Damn. and so anyway that's just me i hope people don't get offended Damn guys man. obviously we love all people on this podcast and we are a comedy podcast and we do say things for jokes um yeah i think we i think yeah and also Another thing I do want to say is that some gay men sometimes don't think it's their responsibility to stick up for other members of the queer community because gay men, mm. especially white gay men, especially white gay cis men, enjoy the most privilege among mm. us. And that's not right. cool. That specific type of gay man is out. And again, yeah. exceptions to every rule. If you're just a gay man being cool, you're probably still in. You're probably still with the girlies. But yeah. yeah, some of y'all are on fucking watch is what I'm saying. <laughs> Thin lines, guys. Some of y'all are on thin fucking ice. And it's sad to see. And you think you're, you're Tanya Harding on that ice trying to do tricks and flips. <laughs> a, tr- a triple axle. And girls, okay, gay men, let this be just a warning because you're going to want to be back in by pride. Oh, a thousand percent. And some of you, it's yeah. looking bad. It's looking <laughs> bad. Yeah. So change fast. Change quickly. Let's just say. We're a quarter away. Anyway. But. <laughs> oh, Becca, what is your. After I've, after I've said something controversial, <laughs> well, what is your first out? 
Um, this is actually somehow way more controversial, I think. Um, uh, and I wouldn't expect anything less from you. <laughs> my first out is um, something I do far too often. And that's underestimating blisters. <laughs> yeah. And it's something not yeah. a lot of people ever want to talk about, guys. No, because but <laughs> she'll have you that over will... a damn table. <laughs> they will ruin your day. They will ruin your life. And they will ruin your mood. Yeah. And they will shift your natal chart to make you a person that you are not. Yes, exactly. They, <laughs> will, change, they will change the position of the sun when you were birthed. <laughs> exactly. Birthed when you were born. And yeah. It's just too bad. In the springtime of your like, life. The pain, like, <laughs> exactly. Um, but, guys, the pain of a blister is like, you can't, mm. you cannot underestimate. We must stay focused. Yeah. We must stay focused. And mm-hmm. that is on keeping our feet safe. Yeah. I got a lot of blisters this year because I was I walking can imagine a lot. So much. Yeah. And it's no joke. And there's nothing you can do about them, really, except for not no, exa- walk. But not walking is such a hard thing to do, actually. Exactly. And like usually you get them traveling right so you you have limited shoe options oh yeah a thousand percent so it's just hitting you in the same old spot and i just uh, yeah there's few worse feelings when you're just walking and the bottom of your toes hurt oh ooh. for me the, the back of the heel is the absolute oh worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah oh my god uh when you have a shoe that's Blisters like rubbing so oh i hate that i hate that i hate that yeah yeah so guys, stay safe this spring and just just prepare as much as you can and then mm-hmm. honor your blisters when you have them. Try yeah. and heal them. Thank you. It's your body's sign saying you need to so, slow the fuck down real quick. Yeah. Take a rest. My yeah. God. A sabbatical even. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, so Quinn, with that out of the way, what is your second out for the spring of 2023 then? My second out is stretch in pants or like spandex in pants materials. Mm. I'm kind of over it because I just find it makes it fit weird. Like, interesting. Okay. I'm not obsessed. I got this new pair of jeans, like this new pair of black jeans, and they were just like, they're just weird because it's like kind of like you're wearing like sweatpants even when you're wearing denim. Like it's just it's a weird sensation, which is why I do like to thrift my jeans because you can usually still find jeans that were just like denim and like right are just normal. Like be so normal, cold. be a weirdo, but also be normal. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Um, <laughs> and that's what I'm asking for pants <laughs> exactly. in in particular this season. But I don't know. It's just a weird thing that bothers <laughs> me. And just like, I feel like it's a way, it's also indicative of like, it's like what companies have come up with to make their like um, brands more like size inclusive. Like they put like stretch in things. Um, right. So it can like fit people better or it can like help with like, if your weight fluctuates, like if you like gain a couple pounds or lose a couple pounds, maybe you don't have to go out and buy something new right away. But Mm -hmm. maybe also, like, that's great. But also maybe along with that, just make a normal fucking pants that everybody else, that, like, you offer all your other sizes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, like, no, I'm so with you on this. I Something I've always hated is, like, when jeans, yeah, they stretch. And then also, 
and they just move they just move weird like they, they just yes like, you have to pull them up all the time and it's it's like annoying because they're always gonna not fit in one spot whereas like a mm-hmm. denim like usually like if you get a good size denim like she's not budging no yeah she fits you right she's gonna be fine in all the areas yeah yeah hugging all the right places exactly. all the right junk in all the right places as someone who thinks you. she's mother once said um but anyway <laughs> wait who's someone who thinks their mother like in pop culture no, not in pop culture, but like in reference. Like, who could I say is someone who thinks their mother? Like, has anybody ever revealed that like they're not their children wasn't who they thought it was? I forget. I'm trying to anyway. Oh my god, I don't know. I'm like five heading at this point. But anyway, Becca, what's your next out? <laughs> I would love to know. Okay. So my next out is um, and I'm not I should have really double checked I have the term right. My next out is Sanpaku eyes which are the eyes that have like the white like it means like the whites of your eyes show like above and below your uh-huh the color of your eye mostly they're out because why are you looking at me like that <laughs> so like white eyeliner in the waterline well like i guess so and also just like if your eyes are so big like i know we're embracing natural features but guys like and also like, cuteness, which big eyes don't can... don't look at me like that sometimes. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm thinking specifically of that guy who so creepy. I forget what his name was, but his on TikTok at least. But his name is Kevin, and he was like being used as like the, an example of like the female gaze or whatever. And he would like oh. purposely like make it. Okay, yes, he he would purposely like that? glaze his. No, exactly. But he would purposely like glaze his eyes over and like look really creepy like. And I'm just not into that. Like if you have big ass eyes, you have you have to use them in a cute way cuz they can so easily be creepy and like Oh, now I'm seeing more know, of it and like wrong. I feel like it might be like an angular thing. But it could be the angle you have them at but like yeah it is really weird mm-hmm. they got like charles manson in this infographic that guy who was the shooter in the aurora colorado like thing. right right oh my god that's <laughs> such a scary photo anyway um yeah guys yeah so if you got weird ass eyes maybe <sighs> stop staring at people for a little while like have Ramona Singer in this one. Yeah. Um, anyway. Just be careful, guys. <laughs> people, think be Billie careful. Eilish, people think Billie Eilish yeah, has them. Yeah, so. Billie Eilish yeah, is like one of the she's a good main example. people coming up. Mm-hmm. Audrey Hepburn. And like, oh she's gorgeous and fine, but she's not like staring people down like a, a maniac. So just, just know the power you have when you have the whites under your eyes out. Okay? Yeah. How do I do well, it? Well, that being said, you can't do have... it because your eyes aren't. No. I don't think I, I have them. Unfortunately, it's not within you. I would have mentioned it to you by now if you did trust that. Like, stop looking at me through the Zoom screen. Seriously. Like <laughs> All right. So, Quinn, what is your next Sweet. out? My next out 
needs no introduction because oh we talked about this recently or not recently but we definitely talked about it in one of the episodes and then after that i was like i had to put it on the list just so we had okay. it for all posterity my next out is the past just stop thinking about it oh so true guys <laughs> as taylor swift once said i'd go back in time and change it but i can't and so we need to take that to heart actually move on and move move the move fuck on. on how about we do it how about we do yeah. that maybe okay yeah like exactly just the past it's okay just let it rest mm-hmm. Today, yesterday is history tomorrow's a mystery <laughs> like that kind of thing so but, a gift. that's why they call it a present a present yeah. okay, oh anyway. and part of the reason i was very much like energized by this is because sometimes when you think about the past memory can be such a misleading little thing mm-hmm. like it can make you think of a time in like a better way it can make you think of a time in like a worse way like memories yeah. can't always be trusted right like Another thing know. you have to tread yeah. carefully with. Yeah, you have to like think about things you're romanticizing or you have to think about like, you know, you have to like when you whenever you find yourself being like, oh, I was so much happier then really think about how you felt. Like really think about how you felt. Because I know I get in this pattern like myself where I only remember like good things that happened. Um, mm-hmm. Like I was thinking about like school recently. Like I was thinking about like, I forget why, but like there was this one day where I was just like, uh it was very avenue q like i wish i could go back to college like what am i doing like all Mm -hmm. this stuff and like then i was like i thought like to last year like this time last year and i was like girl i was stressed the fuck out i was doing things i didn't really want to be doing people were like criticizing me in weird ways and now i was (laughs) it was when i was still traveling and i was like girl i'm like enjoying some solitude right now nobody knows Mm -hmm. what the fuck i'm doing nobody knows what moves i'm making and it's kind of nice in a way like you know and so i think yeah i think it's i think it's an important thing just like really think about before you're like oh i wish my life were more like this time really think about if that's what you actually want wow i kind of needed to hear that quinn yeah and i'm here to and i'm here to say truth i think we all do i'm here to speak the truth a little bit on this podcast but (laughs) Um, truth. and that's what I'm trying to do and that's why gay men so if you're a gay man thinking about the past and wearing stretch in your pants a lot going oh on boy. right now but anyway it's giving you just perfectly described that guy who's like Adderall, glass of whiskey, diesel jeans <gasps> oh my god wait <laughs> there is yeah. something so unsettling about watching that <laughs> like what like I don't know who he would like. Was he sending that to someone? I don't know. <laughs> You'd be surprised at the know. things. I I don't have to say this to you because you're a woman, but like I always find it so surprising what people think is like gonna like be sexy to other people. <laughs> you're so right. And I'm sure you, as a woman, know infinitely more about that than I ever could dream of. <laughs> yeah. Um. That could actually be a whole topic. Anyway. Anyway. oh my god so, moving on it, it has happened to me i do want to i do want to um <laughs> it has happened to me all of once it has happened to me all of once but it did happen to me and it's you know anyway um it's scary 
So, Becca, you're we're on your third because I went first. So what's your third out? Okay. Um, mine is this is crazy that like I am saying that. My last, my third <laughs> <laughs> my oh, oh, my oh. third out. <laughs> my and and when I and then you my third out is eating inside. Okay, guys. You know I hate bugs, but I think like <laughs> This winter really has made me so, like, every winter, really. Like, mm. I er, like I cannot wait until the weather is nice, guys. Yeah. And, like, every little ounce of sunshine, like, I've just been sitting outside soaking it up. Guys, go eat outside. Like, what a beautiful thing to do. Don't stare at your... They always say you shouldn't watch things when you eat because then you're eating, like, I don't know, like... You're not thinking about it. And what do I do every time but I it, eat but have a little video? Every, no, exactly. <laughs> Medieval vibes. What would the food anyway, even taste like? Um, like, <laughs> like, exactly, if I'm looking at my bright phone. Literally. But I feel like it would be a nice little moment of gratitude and to really live in the present and, like, enjoy enjoy my meal. Enjoy my fucking On meal. On planet Earth. <laughs> I'm sitting here at the most expensive restaurant in DC almost. Enjoy my meal. Me and Corey say that like every day. <laughs> Each other. I'm obsessed with that video. <laughs> Enjoy I'm my the meal. most expensive restaurant in DC almost. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So guys, go outside a little bit more. But yeah, so Quinn, what's your is this your last out? Yes. And I feel like this might wow, be another okay. controversial yeah, one because of how popular these have become. Girl, I'm fucking sick of seeing hokas, if I'm going to be honest. Like, throw them away. Donate them. <gasps> Nor. Wait, do you have hokas? <laughs> That's awkward if you have hokas. Yeah, but, like, I didn't. Yeah, I do. Wait, Quinn, I needed a sneaker because famously I only buy sneakers every once every five years. So it was due time. Yeah, I, um. Do you have, although... Do you have like one of the big ass ones, or like no? I have the normal one. Does it look like normal? Yeah. I, maybe I should revise it from being like Hoka. Like Hoka, the brand, I don't have anything against. I just I have always hated okay. chunky. I have always hated chunky sneakers. Like even when the chunky Fila was in, like I've, I've never liked like a mm. big sneaker, or like okay. I like like those goth ones with like the buckles and stuff, but like. Just mm-hmm. a big ass athletic sneaker, like it's just never been for me. And Hoka's are making them like I feel like the chunky feelers were at least like ironic, but now like the big ass like Hoka, like the big ass soles on the Hoka's are just yeah. like like I feel like people are like genuinely like Yeah, I don't know. Made don't it too know. accessible. Yeah. I I won't say whose instagram i was looking at but i was looking at instagram and somebody was about to go into (laughs) i'm gonna sound like that woman who when abby lee miller was like on her phone before she like had to go to baskin robbins yeah of course (laughs) she was like you preach theater etiquette and like i'm like i'm not of the belief that you should be like in a tuxedo when you go see like theater but like just a little nice you know like mm-hmm. have a little something together sure. and i saw a picture of somebody at a broadway show 
wearing like fucking hokas and i'm like like the chunky ass hokas and i'm like girl you don't have another pair of shoes you could put on dang maybe they're trying to travel light that is tough though girl well i happen to know they live like in new york so like oh okay all right no excuses then girl that's like you could <laughs> no anyway. excuses and yeah. also domestic like come on if we're doing domestic travel right. we can afford to but even that but but if you're trying to travel light girl a pair of ballet flats how much room do they take up in the suitcase yeah she's if we're gonna be real gonna we're gonna be real um or a little little sandal I mean, I do, I do respect you and your choices, of course. Mm-hmm. I have normal size hokas. I have always been a chunky shoe person, mm-hmm. but to me, it is the cuteness on me. Yeah. Um, but I have to respect, like, because big feet are kind of time your thing. and place. <laughs> big time dang. and place. <laughs> <laughs> dang. So we have that whole conversation about how your shoes are big. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which I've never noticed, but apparently other people have. <laughs> Guys, yeah. I have really small petite feet. I just happen to buy shoes too big then. You just buy big okay. ass shoes. <laughs> it's your clown. clown You're trying vibes. to connect to your clown ancestry. <laughs> and I'm doing it so well. Doing it when your day. ancestors. And I did it at your birthday dinner. Yeah, and I did. You did it at my birthday dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We just shoes my birthday thing. dinner. And I did it at your birthday dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I did it at your birthday dinner. And I did it at your birthday dinner. <laughs> no, like, I love that, oh, actually. my God. Anyway. Yeah. So, that was awkward. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. First time disagreeing. First time being wrong. Weird. First argument weird, ever. Weird. Um, anyway. Argument. I, I agree with you, and I completely respect you. I agree with love you. I completely that. respect you. I was having an argument. <laughs> us not being in like 110 percent agreement with each other we're like oh my god is this fight wait <laughs> wait we're fighting i think <laughs> anyway um, um we're like aw. guys rebecca and i in a fight we're so cute we're so i know cute. we're so cute oh my god you guys love us anyway i love it um yeah rebecca oh my god already at the end here but what is your final out all right this one Maybe this one you will disagree with because I don't know. It's something that's kind of new to me, but I think what's out right now is prompt communication because no one seems to be doing it. (laughs) 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 So I'm just going to put it on here because I know y'all are already caught up with that. So I went to the culture actually for this one. (laughs) I, Becca said, usually I I look within, but now I'm looking to you all actually. And y'all have taught me. Um, no, but it's crazy. <laughs> Answer my that, text. Like... How about? <laughs> no, more so like, okay, text. Like that's such like a. I'm so chill about like if you respond to me a week later, I'm like perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, why else? Emails though, email? where it's like, mm. hey girl, can you let me know if like I got into your grad school? And they're like, I am I am attaching someone who will let you know. And then it's like an extra two weeks. I'm like, okay. <laughs> this is feeling very unprompted. Okay. <laughs> so CMU, I will call you out. <laughs> you have terrible communication. <laughs> My God. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, 
honestly like slow living like I'm so down for that um but just don't give don't don't give dates of when you'll communicate like and then you know it's fine if like you're never prompt yeah because that's kind of crazy but like if you're never prompt and you're just kind of laissez-faire like that's fine because I don't expect anything Mm -hmm. so keep it unprompt but then just don't promise anything exactly if you don't promise you don't have the pressure of delivering and that's okay yeah, I can deal with that. If that's the route you want to go down. But I can deal with that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, actually. No, and mm. also if somebody goes out of your way to send like if somebody goes out of their way to like send you something nice. Right. Like respond to them. Actually, I didn't do that this week. <laughs> exactly. So you're you're outing I'm part of the problem. <laughs> It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me, you're, actually. You're, you're so with me. You're so with me. That's um, fine. Just basically, just get to it when you get to it. It's okay. Wait, so what are you saying? Like, like I'm, I'm mad, but now I'm joining you all. If you can't uh, okay. beat them, join them. Okay, work. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. That's how I feel. Work. Fair okay, enough. work. Wow. <laughs> love that so what are you saying yeah. exactly <laughs> so exactly i am <laughs> i am not communicating clearly or promptly it's exactly no no and I, you just kind of have to go off the vibes at this point is what we're learning mm-hmm. like you just kind of yeah. have to feel things out and it'll it'll be what it'll be yeah if it's, it's meant to be it'll be that's what ethel kane once said it's be, it'll be. um and with that, we come to the end of our ins and outs. Kind Another of. Another service for you guys. Yeah, and it wasn't always easy, this go-round. There were moments of complete syncopation and moments of complete, like... Dissonance, in a way. Yeah, dissonance, which is interesting for us. It's kind of... Yeah. Spring, rebirth, new beginnings. My God. You're so right. Oh, my God. You're so right. Yeah. Wow. wow it's probably also that you you know we recently like have had some time zone changes for both of us yeah so that's probably us just also getting Go used cra- to i'm crazy off that airplane food <laughs> y'all know it <laughs> What's, what is the um, deal yeah so becca and i are going to take just a little bit of a break and then we'll be right back to get into our segments oh yeah And I was scared there, but then I saw a big bird, and it had your face. And I swayed all night to that. <laughs> that wasn't like a lyric you would write, anyway. <laughs> but guys, we're back. And um, yeah. guys, you've been really keeping us fed with our comment corners. And we'd mm-hmm. love to bring it to you. And so we do have one this week. Becca, take it away. Of course, I'll read this letter pen to us. Mm-hmm. It begins. Hey, Becca and Quinn. So while listening to the episode lovingly titled Political, oh, sorry, Paltical, mm-hmm. Becca mentioned that it was her diversary. Now, upon hearing that, 
I felt confused as to why Becca has an anniversary for diarrhea. Upon further inspection, I was obviously incorrect about that. Sorry, diabetes. But it did get me thinking, what if we all just had anniversaries for silly little things we do sometimes? What if we celebrate each day as if it's an anniversary? Like today, I ate only the crust of a grilled cheese. Call that crust diversary. Would life be happier? I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know what I'm saying. I just make things up as I go along. Anyways, hope you guys are well. Your loyal fan, Kylie. And Kylie, I can't thank you enough for this. It's Talk about a thesis statement of this podcast. I don't really know. I'm just making things up as I go along. Like, perfect sentence, actually. Girl, what do you think this is? What do you think this whole project <laughs> has been? Yeah, she's got a point. Um, <laughs> she's not also, only the crust of a grilled cheese. My God. Good for you. What was... Yeah, like... It, so, to me, it feels like you missed, like, the good part, which is the cheese and the bread in the middle. Well, the grilled cheese part of it. Yeah, of Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's saying it for later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... We can't fault you for this. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would never fault somebody who listens to our podcast for literally anything. Um, yeah, you're right. But yeah, <laughs> so what's something I did today that would be like a good like anniversary type thing? <gasps> I made a gyro, but instead of like the stuff for like gyros, I put eggs in it and like bacon and stuff. Oh, wow. Call that breakfast gyro version. So breakfast. Love it. I love that. And I also ate that at about 4 p.m., so. Brunch, if you will. (laughs) A late brunch. (laughs) Having a late brunch. (laughs) Nice 5 p.m. late brunch. Late brunch, (laughs) early dinner. Um... Mm -hmm. No, but Kylie, I think, like, you have really hit the nail on the head on how to, like, enjoy things more. Yeah. And let's celebrate them. One time I did get the idea to celebrate you know a random celebrity's birthday and that celebrity was seth green who is famously <laughs> in um Scooby-Doo. austin powers and scooby-doo um and i forget his birthday and i have not followed up with that he's Chris, he's the of voice of chris often. on Stanley like family guy is he really yes Wow. <laughs> is he really? And I need Can you imagine? <laughs> Those people have so much yes. money. I know, but Mila Kunis said that sometimes she just like, like, may just be in the background. So a lot of times, like, I don't know. How much do they actually have to talk? I don't know. But like, you got to think a steady gig. That's yeah. like, how long has that show been on? 20 years now? Almost? Yeah, at least. Older than me. Like, no, it's not that old. And they say I'm 14. <laughs> they, they, streets so. are saying I'm 14, actually. Um, I don't know, guys. Weird. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, Kylie, thank you for writing in. Yeah. And guys, you cannot, can follow I, in her footsteps or much. their footsteps. But um, yeah. And Kylie, it's now your right anniversary. Yes. Which is the time that you wrote in this time and we talked about it this time. And Kylie, you've now written in twice and a grand tradition we have in mm-hmm. writing in twice is that we need like a full profile on you 
not even that we need to share necessarily yeah. through the airwaves, but we do just need to know. We just want a little more information about who's writing in. Um, and we want to yeah, know like everything please. about you because we're obsessed with you guys. Caitlin, yeah. if you're listening out there, yeah. we still have not received yours. So hmm, interesting. And I know you exist because you like my tweets sometimes. Um <laughs> fascinating. Mm-hmm. In my Instagram photos. Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin. Um. Waiting. Anyway. <laughs> but now we get to our other segments and one of those is actually the jump scare of the week and that is actually a time in which each of us experienced such an intense amount of fear that we had to bring it to the masses and say hey guys you need to watch out for this or this is what i experienced and i can't shoulder it on my own and Mm -hmm. that is ultimately what a podcast is about and so becca what was that moment for you this week well, so I think I've talked about this a little, but I was able to meet Macy's cat um, during my visit. And it is a terrible feeling to be allergic to something that you want to love so much. Ah, uh, thousand percent. And taking allergy pills, like, they do make you a little tired, no matter how non-drowsy they say they are. A Benadryl will, like, take your ass out. It will level your ass for some reason. Oh, my God. It's like melatonin times 3,000. And it's crazy because it's such a little pill, but you're such, like, a, you know. I know for me, like, I'm so infinitely larger than that pill. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) when I take that pill, it's suddenly like, oh, my God. And my head hit the floor. Whomp. Like. And I I begin to pass out. (laughs) Damn, our conservator is going to clip that for the red pill theory. Anywho, or like the opposite. I don't even know the theory. <laughs> I never Do watched that movie. I want you movie. to take No, I want you to. <laughs> so I can't actually speak. I haven't it. watched that old Anywho, ass movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so basically I would love more animals, but it's really just an issue of me being like sneezing so much in my eyes. That's the worst when your eyes just can't be comfortable and you can't even like open your eyes because they're it's uh-huh. so itchy bro yeah that's the worst hate yeah. that do you literally is it literally just being around them or is it literally like do you accidentally touch your face and then you're just like fucked no it's being around them like their hair and such oh cool yeah yeah because <laughs> i never cool. like well having a cat has like helped a lot um right like, I don't get bothered, but, like, I think I only ever got really bothered by cats because people are like, oh, I'm, like, allergic. But I don't think... it's, like, I think everybody, like, doesn't respond well to putting, like, pet dander directly in your eye, like, after, like... Sure. Like, you just shouldn't be, like, rubbing an animal and then being, like, uh-uh, 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 which I know... And Becca and I have come out as eye rubbers, like... I know, I love... Taking I it love back to a eyes. classic, but... <laughs> yeah. We, we love rubbing our eyes, but they're... What has been the theme of this episode except for time and place? <laughs> and, and I, I did it did at your birthday, your birthday dinner. dinner. <laughs> I rubbed my eyes at your birthday dinner. <laughs> I can say that about literally everybody whose birthday dinner I've ever been to. I've certainly rubbed my <laughs> I eyes. Rubbed my eyes. So. 
a thousand percent certainty I broke my eyes there I've never been more certain of anything in my life um but anyway if I've been to a place I probably wrote my eyes there at least one you know the app that's like where you've pooped it's like we make one but for rubbing your eyes (laughs) (laughs) oh my god anyway yeah that's tough yeah thank you for thank you for acknowledging Mm -hmm. that but Quinn, I'm so interested to know what what's been scaring you lately. And we've talked about below deck a lot on this podcast Program. episode, but um, yeah. And I guess it's kind of maybe it's like two things, but honestly, guys, now that I've lived it, and I forget if I talked about this in the last episode, but the jet lag coming back from Asia truly no joke oh boy (laughs) like it was tough guys benadryl times three thousand. like no it was like if you if it was like if you took benadryl but you couldn't like go to sleep like ew it was like if you took benadryl but you had to fight the urge to well i guess yeah but like you know but it's like it's so frustrating. One of the most frustrating things is when you like feel tired and then when you actually go to sleep, it's like you don't sleep soundly. Uh, yeah. Or like you can't get to sleep, but you're like, I literally felt like shit all day because I was tired. And right. that's how so I felt how for like the be? first like two or three days while I was home. Like I fully like it was it was not good scenes. But like you kind of yeah. like with jet lag, you kind of just have to live through it or else it's never going to get better. Yeah, um, that's true. But anyway, and as a result of my jet lag, there was a day this week where I think it was the second day and it was like, like I had gone to bed, like I like I didn't nap or anything. I went through my whole day and then I went to bed and then like literally every couple hours I had to get up. Like I I woke up every couple hours and then Duolingo was concerning me and so I did a Duolingo thing real quick, but then I couldn't go back to sleep. So thank you, Duolingo. But anyway. Damn. And then I think it was that day that I just went down and I had finished Below Deck Mediterranean season three the night before. And so I said, well, let me start the next season. And I sat there and watched six episodes in a row. (laughs) Like every good human should. Straight, like... And I didn't realize what I had done until it was like over. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. This is who I am. Right. And then I was like, okay, <laughs> let me go do something. Throughout the rest of the day, I watched literally two more episodes. So I watched eight episodes of Below Deck in a Day, which they're about 45 minute runtime. So that's about six hours of just Below Deck that I watched in a singular like day. It's so easy. Oh, it's so so easy easy because it's like, it's not exactly mindless television. I think it's something more dangerous because I feel like there's just enough going on. Right. (laughs) That make like your synapses fire in a way that like watching something else doesn't. Right. But like, so it makes you feel like you're engaged, but then you're like, okay. And then suddenly it's six hours later and you're like, what is happening? Yeah. Who even am I? Why do I know this cast of 10 people intimately all of a sudden? <laughs> Literally. Um, 
And so that was something that scared me this week. Um, but anyway. Sometimes we all you have see those the moments, though, where Can we, we got a binge. It was powerful in the last yeah. episode in our recording. I forget if it was during the episode or maybe one of our breaks, but you were like, your body just needs to rest. Like, you said that to me, and I was like, wait. <laughs> that was really powerful. <laughs> Why has no one said that to me yet? <laughs> I was like, I, f- I, yeah, was like, I felt no, seen true. by that. No, it's true, because there's, like, certain things that I, like, want to get done this week, and it's weird because I'm, like, home this week, and then I, like, go somewhere else next week, so there's truly, like, nothing I can do because it feels like I just came home and now I'm like going somewhere else. But like, I still like just feel rest. this weird, like, I still feel this weird, like responsibility to like do something. I don't even know what that something right. is. But like, yeah, it was nice because my friend Becca was just empowering me to, girl, take a chill pill, literally. Mm-hmm. Take a Benadryl mm-hmm. tomorrow. Anyway. Mostly because I'm like, I can't wait for you to get season five. <laughs> oh, you're like, you're like, no, so it's my, your homework, I'm going to need actually. you to keep relaxing. <laughs> no, I feel like season five. <laughs> you kind of have a duty to me. <laughs> no, and knowing what happens, it's like, it's going to be so messy anyway. Yeah. Um, But then from the dark, we move into the light. And we go mm-hmm. to our manic pixie moments of the week. And this is a moment where we were just like, it's not the prize. It's not the pearls. I'm that girl. Um, I'm that girl. It's just from that. the top of the Um, And so it was very that. And... So, Becca, what was that moment for you this week, would you say? Well, actually, honestly, that song is perfect because my Manic Pixie moment is just kind of the existence of the physical camera (laughs) because something about that, like, every photo we took this weekend with the physical, Macy's little digital camera Uh, Those are great. That's a good, I love that camera she has. Yeah, like obsessed with the little flicks she takes when we go out someone's selling a digital like a little point and shoot digital camera on facebook marketplace that i know and i they like lowered the price of it and now i'm like i should buy that because i do kind of want to get into like kind of gotta get it digital now Mm -hmm. now that i'm on my photography journey like kind of older digital like Mm -hmm. when it was still kind of like like i love like i love macy's and that camera again we're bringing up the image our cover image that camera took our cover image you're so true for that yeah wow what a gorgeous but guys we're not supposed to think about the past so only think about what cameras can do for you in the future exactly what can they do for you moving forward yes and that is take some really good photos exactly so yeah um quinn what the heck even is your manic pixie moment well as i said i'm going to the renaissance tour and Mm -hmm. becca you've also inspired me to do this but i started making a pinterest board (gasps) yeah because now that i know i'm going and it's in like july so it's like a good amount of time away Mm -hmm. and like concert outfits like you know me like something about me is like when i'm going to an event i'm always gonna pull like a good outfit but like Mm -hmm. sometimes concert outfits like i don't like go like fully all out for but girl 
it's Beyonce it's the renaissance tour like what am I doing and so literally I there was one night where I was just like let me just start collecting images and so it's so good that we're talking about this because on our first our very first in lists our very first in list about six months ago now the winter ins and outs Uh what did I say was in but aliens aliens I was gonna say okay okay and so aliens are a big part of what I'm doing I want that to be otherworldly I want to give otherworldly and you know like 70s like it's very like my I want my concept to be like if an alien went to studio 54 obsessed with that are you gonna do like alien makeup yes ideally okay it's gonna be a little bit of a commitment but yeah you can do it i believe like with the proper planning and guys i'm a sagittarius planning not my thing but i'm trying to fight that a little bit and say (laughs) you know what i'm gonna give the kids something to fucking eat um something sweet for the fucking kids yes because what are what is this podcast other than a source of sweet things for the fucking kids at your birthday dinner exactly and i did it at your birthday dinner (laughs) and i did it (laughs) um me talking to beyonce about my outfit and i did it at your birthday dinner and i did it um but yeah it's also gonna be so funny because i'm going with my friend ian and ian famously wears athletic shorts and a t-shirt to like any event um oh my god this is why gay men are out <laughs> JK, oh my Ian. Ian. Um, <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. And I'm gonna be with him, and he's gonna wear like something like that, and I'm gonna be like an alien. And <laughs> we are gonna go and out afterwards, and I'm gonna be gonna at be the perfect. gay bars of Philadelphia, just being an alien. Yeah, and I can't and wait. That's gonna be great, actually. So, <laughs> wow, I'm just looking forward to that. And all I can say is, watch this space. Watch I for one am so excited. Space, because where do aliens live? Space, space, or so we say. You know, home world. TBA. I'm a need space. I'm a need space. I'm a need space. You know, I'm a star. Space. People don't talk about that one of her best songs, actually. No, literally, no, literally. Say that. Like people don't talk about it enough. Her doing NASA and then followed. On the track list by Needy. Uh, <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. I need space. She said, I'm going to directly contradict myself actually in this moment. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to have um, fun doing it at your yeah. birthday dinner. <gasps> I still haven't watched. Um, oh my God. We should view, you should like, I should view that with you. I've never watched the, um, the Netflix sweetener. Duh, we have to do that. Yeah. Oh my dear God. I'd like it's to a really entertaining concert viewing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Perfect. Uh, but yeah. And that brings us to the end of our shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, so Becca, where can people find you if they want to keep up with you? And you're being cute. You're wearing a pokas. You're... Yeah. Um, you would never post your hokas on Instagram. I don't know why I'm saying that, but... No, 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 no. Thank you. Uh, well, you know, I can, well, yeah, you guys 
actually can follow me <laughs> on Instagram at Becca Hobart, Twitter and Spotify, Bex Gloss, TikTok, where y'all going during World War Three. You can also find me in a field having a meal, not in my hokas or anything else that could possibly give me blisters. So I will be wearing my Crocs. <gasps> yeah. They are a platform. They are chunky, but that's yeah. Fine. No, a platform a platform is like a different <laughs> thing than chunky. Maybe I'm being ideologically mm. inconsistent, but I do love platform shoes usually. Okay. All right. Or okay. maybe the chunky feelers so, are just an yeah. exception to my rule that I love platform shoes because I love your Converse. Thank you. I love a platform. I would say Converse. those are just platform. Chunky also needs to have something above it. Yeah, I like platform, not chunky. Well, I like chunky yeah, in certain but contexts, but they anyway. they often they often coincide. We must admit. <laughs> but um, yeah. So Quinn, where can people keep up with you individually? Actually, you can find me at Quinn P Murphy on Instagram and TikTok, and you can find me at Quinn P Murphy underscore on Twitter. And you can also find me fiddling with things um in my little hands because for some reason i just enjoy having something in my hands at all times um mm. and yeah i'm just a tactile person and so if you saw me playing okay. with my little pens i keep on my desk mind your business ultimately that's what i have to say about that it's another in that's a perma in actually for whenever we do the perma oh, yeah. ins and perma outs episode minding your own business never goes out of style <laughs> number one actually um, <laughs> forever but yeah becca where can people keep up with the show if they like oh yeah they can follow at manic pixie jump scare on instagram and tiktok and youtube where we post the podcast at length and also some like exclusive content over there guys you can also leave comments there for comment corner we do see them mm -hmm. um it's a good place to do it but please it's please free. please also guys email in at manicpcjumpscare.gmail.com uh-huh and we will read your beautiful letters like we did today and obviously everyone benefits and it's so joyous so don't ever doubt yourself just send in a thought yes yeah it could be something dumb sure but we will make it we not say, dumb yeah Exactly. Guys, yeah, we love you no matter what. We're Quinn. We're Quinn. And we're Becca. We're Becca. And thank you for listening. Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.